Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. First off, if you like this content that's coming to you, go hit that subscribe button. Go give me a like, a comment on all the videos here on here on YouTube. But if you're listening to this in the podcast, go give me a like, a comment, five-star review, the whole nine, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Breaker, uh, Google Play, wherever you can find a podcast, I am there. Go give me a like, guys. Some comments mean so much to me. But today, we are going to talk about Bijan Robinson, Roshan Johnson, the the basically the state of the Texas running back room now. And I'm going to compare them to Steve Sarkeesian's 2020 running back monster from Alabama, Najee Harris, and also the 2016 version of Deontay Foreman. It's one of those players that came through Texas, had one of the top rushing seasons in the history of this program, won the Doak Walker Award, got drafted in the third round, and was a very good success here at Texas. Doesn't get talked about enough, I think, in my opinions. But we're going to actually look at my NCN, which is my Nino's Corner number, and it, it is a metric, guys, that I have been creating now for over five years now. And basically what it does is it tracks the effectiveness and the efficiency of a team or a player. So I can break it down for the teams and then I can do it for the whole offense. And the average score for an offense, guys, is 40 points when it comes to the NCN. The higher the score, the better. Um, the average for the defensive side of the ball is 45 points. I have eight different metrics that I use in tracking there along with um, successful plays. Uh, you know, so when I talk about successful plays, guys, that is um, plays that are on first down, they get at least half of the distance needed on first down. On second down, they get at least 70% of, of the distance needed on second down to get a first down. And then on third down, they get 100% of the yardage needed to get a first down. And then fourth down, if it comes to a fourth down, you got to get 100% of the yardage needed to get a first down. So those are what I deem as successful plays. And those go into my metrics also. So when you start hearing me talk about successful plays coming up here in a minute, when it comes to talk about these different players, you're going to understand uh, what that means and what the uh, successful play percentage is for these different players. Also, when it comes to like the wide receiver position, I have eight different metrics that I use to actually calculate a NCN for the wide receivers, right? So when I do that, it it, it breaks it down from like a hundred different scenarios that that I track put them in a chart, spits out a number for me, and it gives me the NCN. It's been very, very spot on when it comes to who are some of the best receivers here in the in the league. When you go back and look at some like the old draft boards, and I was able to do numbers for a bunch of guys, it shows some draft sleepers that actually did some really good things in like the league over the past couple of years. So like this has been a great formula for me. When it comes to the running backs, guys, I have it's it's five different metrics that can come from you know, 50 plus different ways of getting to to these five different variables, right? And these five different variables I use, I spit out a calculation that tells me the NCN for a running back. So different things that go in here, it's the first down. So like the first downs per attempt, the successful plays that, um, you know, I just told you guys about, you know, um, college explosive plays, which are yard, which are plays that have at least 15 yards or more on the play. 
One caveat that, that I do use for any explosive play, I also count my touchdowns as, as explosive plays because I think any play that gets you six points is, is explosive in nature. It's just my common opinion. Almost like in the pros, how they count tackles for loss and sacks, they're both counted in like the same number. Same thing that I do for a touchdown. So a touchdown is calculated in that, in that explosive play uh, number. Uh, so that's in there. Like I say, uh, explosive plays, first downs, touchdowns, yards, the attempts, um, fumbles lost. Um, so, hey, it's a lot of different things that go into this metric. I won't tell you how I get the formula. It's kind of my own, you know, like information and data. You know, it's, it's like my own sauce, right? So that's my thing. But I'm going to get into these numbers now. And we're going to start off, guys, talking about B. John Robinson. What was his NCN for Texas in the 2020 season? Okay, so I have my, my notebook here. Uh, Bijan's uh, NCN for the 2020 season, 80.7. The average NCN for a running back in college football is 40. Right, this this guy is truly amazing. Bijan is a special talent. An 80.7 NCN, really high for a freshman, really high for a running back, period, in college football. Um, but really, really high for a true freshman. And I honestly think that that number could have been better um, if he would have played just a little bit more often. I think like Bijan had to get those freshman jitters out the way. And I think he got him in. I, I think he got those out the way around game five or six or so. But it was more later on in the season than what it should have been. This this coaching staff with his previous coaching staff should have played Bijan a lot more than what he got played. I think we all understand that. Uh, eerie similar to how Mac Brown played Cedric Benson, didn't really bring him in until after the OU game his freshman year. And then what it said, do rushes for a thousand yards a year. But let's just take a look at Bijan's stats, guys. 86 attempts, uh, 696 yards, so 8.09 yards per carry. Amazing. Okay, out of those 86 attempts, 34 of, of his attempts were successful plays. And I already told you guys what, what the successful play criteria was. Um, he had 13 explosive plays, meaning yards that were 15 yards or more, or plays that were 15 yards or more, or plays that were a touchdown. So 13 of those. He only had four touchdowns. So you can just almost take away. Well, I can't say that you take away, like, I think two of those plays that he had that were explosive plays weren't 15 yards or more. So two were touchdowns that weren't 15 yards or more, but it just goes to show you 22 first downs out of those 86 attempts. And he had no fumbles lost. Now he did have some fumbles, but the fumbles were either recovered by Texas or Bijan got back on the ball. So Bijan had a hell of a 2020 season. It's just amazing to see what he did like as a true freshman. Um, he was definitely our best running back on the team. Uh, just, just truly amazing. Now I'm going to talk a little bit, you know, about Ingram. I didn't do any stats on Ingram for this podcast, but I do have the stats. But I'll just give you like, like the rough numbers. It weren't really pretty for him. I think he had 52 attempts and he had two fumbles lost. I think his NCN was around 25 points. So you kind of look at the difference in play in the NCNs between Bijan Robinson and the NCN between um, Ingram, who's now at at uh, where's he at USC this year. So that is. Texas is bell cow right there, Bijan Robinson. Now, Bijan was great. Bijan was great, but also Rojo, Roshan Johnson, was no mince meat himself. The guy, 79 attempts, guys, 414 yards, 5.24 yards per carry. He had 39 successful plays out of his 79 attempts. So five more successful plays than Bijan did with less carries. He only had six explosive plays. So that ought to tell you, we all know Bijan's a more, uh, you know, just explosive runner in nature. Roshan is 
more of that uh, that rough uh, uh, physical guy that's going to get you those yards. But Roshan has some – he has some wiggle too. So he averaged 5.24 yards to carry, nothing to sneeze at. He had 24 first downs, guys, out of those 79 attempts, two more than what Bijan had. No fumbles lost either, okay? Um, his NCN was 67.0. So 67 points is a really, really good NCN, folks. I just want you guys to know – 67 points is really good. Both these guys were really good at what they did last year. Um, Texas is in good hands this year when it comes to having running backs that can do some great things with the ball. I think this is going to be a two-headed monster that's going to be really good. Hopefully, hopefully the bell cow should be Bijan. Which, which I think Steve Sarkeesian is going to let that happen. But the spring reports are coming out saying that both those guys are getting equal carries here in the uh, the uh, spring practice. But more to follow on that. Now, guys, let's talk about the 2016 season. Deontay Foreman, the last Texas running back to win the Doak Walker Award, meaning he was the best running back in the nation that year. Uh, what was his NCN? 85.9. So when you hear that, I don't want you guys to say, oh, Bijan had an 80 points. Uh, what was it, 80.7? He was just there. Yes and no. Yes and no. All right. We got to understand what was done by Deontay Foreman. He had one of the most vanilla offenses probably ever seen the man. Um, the offensive line that he had in front of him had Connor Williams um, in 2016. Uh, so that was what? That was Connor Williams' freshman or sophomore year. Um, who was an NFL draft pick. The rest of his offensive line, not a one of them got drafted in the league. Uh, I think Patrick Vahey ended up going on the practice squad for the Ravens you know, in, in 2019, but he wasn't drafted. Shackerford wasn't drafted. I forgot who the guards were. I know Brandon Hodges was a tackle, wasn't drafted at all, and I forgot who the other guard was, but I had to tell you something. I had to tell you something. The offensive line that he had in front of him wasn't that good. Um Minus uh, Connor Williams, who was All-American, ends up going to the Cowboys in the second round. Uh, the offensive scheme was not that good. I think we all understood what the plays were going to be. Um, the wide receivers that were on that team, John Burt started. I think uh, Ja'Cory Warwick started. Um, his brother, Armonte Foreman, who was really good also, but I think his talent got wasted here at Texas during that time frame. Um, yeah, those were the wide receivers in front of him. And his his tight end at the time was – was Caleb Blewett, and Andrew Beck was the backup, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, who else did they have on that team? Um, yeah, it 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 just wasn't a lot of talent on that team that actually got a chance to go to the league. So, mind you, let's listen to this, guys. 85.9. The guy had 323 attempts. He was the bell cow for that team. Charlie Strong ran this guy 2,028 yards. He did all this in 11 games. He missed the game. He didn't play in the second game, I think, against UTEP that year. He didn't play in that game, guys. He didn't play at all. This this could have easily been 25. I'm sorry, not 25. This could have easily been 2250. 2250 on 340 carries. Honestly, this could have been really nasty for him. He, he probably could have set the Texas record for rushing yards in the season if he would have played in the in the second game of the season against UTEP. He averaged 6.28 yards per attempt. Now let's put this into perspective. We just told you what the offensive line was. wasn't the best. Um, the quarterback was Shane Buchel at the time with Tyrone Schultz backing him up. Um, the offensive line, like I said, was what it was. It's just not a lot of talent on that roster um, that started. I think Deontay Foreman and Connor Williams were the only talents that got drafted 
from that team, uh, from that starting lineup to go to the league. Um, they did have some young players. They had Colin Johnson. They had, uh, you know, Humphrey. You know, so LJ was on the team too. But they were freshmen, and, and they didn't get a lot of PT that year. They were sitting behind John Burt and um, sitting behind Foreman's, uh, his twin brother. So 165 successful plays, guys. 165 out of 323 attempts. That's a lot of successful plays, okay? Uh, 35 explosive plays. Now, Deontay Foreman was fast, right? He, he, he had the wiggle, man. 15 touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. 105 first downs on 323 attempts. And this is the key factor. He had six fumbles lost and had an in, in NCN that high. And guys, my fumbles lost per attempt is a number that I take serious because I, th- I believe that a running back needs to be able to hold him to the ball. So the more fumbles you have, the worse your NCN is going to be. He had six fumbles lost and still posted an 85.9 NCN for the running back position. It's remarkable. If he would have had zero, it would have boosted it up, I think, to like 96 or 97 points for his NCN. Almost 100 points. So at 97, if he would have had zero fumbles, if he had one fumble, this is how great of a season that this guy had. If he had one fumble, you're looking at a 93 or 94 NCN for uh, Foreman. But he had six lost fumbles and still was able to get an 85.9 NCN. Truly remarkable. It's one of those forgotten seasons that Texas fans kind of, you know, don't kind of think about because that was part of the 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 era where Texas football wasn't the football that we're used to. I put a poll up on Twitter not too long ago that basically said, hey, minus um minus Cedric Benson, minus uh, Earl, minus Ricky, if you had to get one running back for one game, who would it be? Would it be Jamal Charles, Deontay Foreman, Roosevelt Leaks? Um, or Eric Metcalf, and uh, overwhelming it was. It was Jamal Charles, and I understand. I think Jamal Charles is is definitely in the pecking order of running backs here at Texas, probably fourth all time. But for one game, if you need somebody for one game, it'd be very hard to argue against Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman was a beast, man. Go check the numbers. Just remember what he did. But he posted an eighty-five point nine point NCN. Truly remarkable. Now. Let's go take a look at Steve Sarkeesian's bell cow from the Alabama football team in the 2020 season, Najee Harris. This guy had the second highest NCN that I have recorded over these five years with these numbers. Um, Truly remarkable, more so because of the touchdowns that he had. But, I mean, just a really, really, really good season. He posted 102.3 point NCN. The only other player that posted a higher NCN over this five-year period that I've been tracking, guys, I've tracked a lot, was Travis Etienne. And I think three years ago during during the championship season, he posted a 116-point NCN. It's truly remarkable. He had like 24, 25 touchdowns on a lot more limited carries than Najee had. Um, higher yards, um, higher yards per um per um attempt. Um uh, I think he had more explosive plays a year because he's a home run hitter for sure. But let's talk about Najee Harris. 251 attempts, 1,466 rushing yards, 5.84 attempts. I think Najee had the lowest yards per attempt than anybody on this list. 
minus, let's see, Rojo was 5.24, Najee was 5.84, Deontay Foreman 6.28, uh, Bijan 8.09. Okay, but back to Najee Harris. Successful plays, 135 successful plays out of 251 attempts. Truly amazing. Explosive plays, 39 explosive plays, okay, on 251 attempts. Just think about this. Deontay Foreman had 35 explosive plays on 323 attempts. That just kind of shows you a lot of those explosive plays were touchdowns. I get it. It is what it is. They put six points on the board. Those are explosive plays. But he had a ton of plays that were 15 yards or more just from a rushing standpoint. I didn't even do the receiving because I just want to do just the rushing this, this episode. 26 touchdowns. He had 83 first downs and only one fumble loss. 102.3. 102.3 NCN for Najee Harris. Now, what does this tell us about what's going to happen next year? We don't know what's going to happen next year, but if if you go back and look at Sark's pass, he loves to kind of feed a guy, let him get his rhythm. And, you know, just talking to my boys, Texas Homer today, talking to Lando from the, the Orlando show today, we were talking about Bijan and him not getting into his rhythm. And I think Sark is is, is, a, is a true, um, you know, student of the game, knows that running backs need that rhythm. And if Bijan is able to get that rhythm next year and get it early and often and be a bell cow to get 15 to 20 carries a game, and then you supplement that with a, with a Rojo for another 7 to 10 carries a game, you got some you got some cooking. But like I said, you got to get these guys some rhythm. That's what Sark did with a guy like Najee Harris. He got his rhythm, and he was able to do some dangerous things last year. And those were the numbers that he had. So, so like I said, what's this mean for B. John Robinson and Roshan Johnson? I think Sark is going to have his bell cow. It's going to be B. John. He's going to ride him to the wheels fall off, and they're going to do all gas, no breaks, right? All gas, no breaks. The following is an unpaid advertisement. Anchor.fm slash what I see he thinking. You have questions. I have answers. What do guys look for? What is he thinking on Google podcasts? Men are trash. Why are there no good men? What I see he thinking on Apple podcasts. Dating is all messed up these days. Why? What is he thinking on Spotify? I just don't get it. Why do men cheat? Alexa, play What Is He Thinking podcast. Listen to, follow, subscribe, share my new podcast. If when you come across your crush, you want to know what is he thinking. I'm Alexander Stevens, and I approve of this message. So, guys, let's take a look at some of these simple metrics, okay? Um, I told you guys about the successful plays per attempt, okay? Well, I told you guys about the uh, the actual successful plays. So I broke it down to successful plays per attempt and broke it down to a percentage, okay? Bijan Robinson, 39.53%. Successful plays per attempt. So let's just say 40%. He's in that range, but 39.5%. Roshan Johnson, 49.37%. Okay. Uh, Deontay Foreman, 51.08%. And Najee Harris, 53.78% successful plays per attempt. 
you want that number to be in the 45% to 50% range. You know, you definitely want your running back to, to have a higher successful play per attempt, you know, average. And so Bijan having that 39.53, you know, kind of wanted in the 45 range. You can get that in that range to like the 50% range. You're, you're cooking with high grease. That's what you want, right? Now, I'm not going to hold it against Bijan. True freshman, getting his legs into the game, learning learning the, the actual speed of the game. And uh, that number's really ticked up at the end of the year. I think at the end of the year, his, his successful plays per attempt for the last three games was around 60 to 65%. So uh, in saying that, successful plays per attempt, you want Bijan to have an overall uh, number that's going to be around the 45 to 50% range, and I think it's going to get that next year. But this just goes to show you, even Najee Harris, almost 54%. That's amazing. So, I mean, anything above 45% is, is really good. But when you start getting that 50% range, you're in some rarefied air there, um, especially over 50%. And so a guy like Deontay Foreman, who was the bell cow for Texas that year, who was pretty much the offense for Texas that year, um, everybody knew what was coming when he was on the field. You knew he was going to run the ball. <laughs> he had 323 attempts in 11 games, guys. So, you know, just this little quick math there, guys, that's that's over 30 attempts per game or, or close to 30 attempts per game. Um, yeah, almost 30 attempts per game. So you're looking at a guy like Deontay Foreman to have a 51.08. You're looking at a guy like Najee Harris to have almost 54%. You're looking at Roshan Johnson, who's very successful, almost 50%. And you're looking at Bijan, almost 40%. Bijan has to get that number up, okay? Let's go to the next stat. Next stat, guys, is going to be first downs per attempt. All right, first downs per attempt. Bijan Robinson, 25.6%. So one out of every four times he touched the ball, he got a first down. Now, that's good. It's all right. It's all right. You really want that to be one out of every three touches, right? Because you want your guy to be able to pound the rock. If I hand my the ball off to my running back three times in a row, I would expect a first down. I don't know if it's three yards, three yards, four yards, four yards, three yards, three yards, five yards two yards, three yards, you know, you want your running back to every third touch to be a first down. You know, that's the number that you're shooting for. And that's what we got with guys like Deontay Foreman, 32.5%. That's 33%. That's one out of every three touches. Najee Harris, 33%, one out of every three touches. Uh, even Roshan, 30%, so three out of 10 touches, right? Um, so almost at that one almost at that one out of three. Bijan Robinson, you know, like 26% basically one out of every four touches. You want that a little bit higher. Um, but that comes with better offensive line play. That comes with uh, better offensive identity. That comes with a running back getting his groove. You know, anytime Bijan got his groove, they they yanked him. They they took him out the game, uh, and it was what it was. But you want that number, that first down per attempt, to be around the, the 30 to 33% range because every third time a, a back touches the ball, you want it to be a first down. All right? Next play, guys, explosive plays per attempt. This is where Bijan shines, man. Uh, let's talk about the highest person on the list. So Najee Harris, 15.54%. And that's mainly due to the simple fact that he had a lot of touchdowns that year. A lot of touchdowns. Uh, Deontay Foreman, 10.84%. Um, so explosive plays per attempt, 
10.84%. So uh, Roshan Johnson, 7.59%. So he's not the most explosive player. We know that. Roshan's not the most explosive player. He's a guy that if you need five, he's going to get you six or seven. That, that's what he's going to do. But Bijan, 15.12%. Wasn't the highest on the list. Najee was the highest. But Bijan, 15.12% as a true freshman. Truly remarkable. I mean, 15% is high for explosive plays. Um, I think Travis Etienne's numbers in, in his championship year, and I think it was at 2018, was 15.6%. And so that just goes to show you, that is amazing. To have a number that's that high means that you are an explosive player and you're getting the yardage that you need. That means you're a home run threat, and that's what you need. Deontay Foreman was a home run threat at almost 11%. 50% is absurd. So kudos, kudos to B. John Robinson and Najee Harris. This this kind of just shows you the link, guys, of what we had to look here. And I think that this offense is going to open up pretty well. Uh, not pretty well, but really well this year, man. Once Sark takes over and calls these plays, I think Bijan's going to have a rock solid year this year. And the last, guys, I just want to give you um, just a brief synopsis, guys, of of the Nino's corner number, just the official stats here, and just put them on a page for you to see where these guys track. Bijan Robinson for the 2020 year, you know, I already told you guys, 80.7, amazing. Roshan Johnson, 67.0. Deontay Foreman, 85.9, with six fumbles lost. I mean, that could have been 96 points without the six fumbles. And Najee Harris, 102.3, which is the second highest that I have recorded here um, in the the last five years. Only behind Travis Etienne's 2018 season. So, guys, that is the Nino's Corner number. I explained to you just kind of how I get this number. Um, I explained to you about the successful plays. That goes into the calculation for the NCN. Um, so there's a lot of things that go into this, but I'm just glad that you guys are able to kind of sit with me, see these things, see the charts on these and see how this works out. Uh, but guys, if there's any players, any players that you want me to do an NCN for, man, you give me a holler, man. You give me a holler. Leave me a comment down here. Leave me a comment. Say, Nino, do this for me. I want to see such and such. You know, so Lando told me he wants to see the running back from North Carolina last year. Lando, I got you, man. I got you, Lando, okay? Anybody else, man, you want to see somebody's stats, man, you let me know. You just send me a uh, a quick email, you know, at Nino at Ninoscorner.com or just, hey, just put in the comments here. Put in the comments. I'll look at the comments, guys, and I will do the NCN for the player that you want me to do that NCN for. But on that note, guys, man, I'm going to be out of here, man. Um Hey, in this, like I always in this, do you? Don't be afraid to fail. I'll grow your environment. Understand your brilliance, man. Do you. And on that note, guys, man, we're out, man. Um, salute with the wrong hand because I don't want to hit the microphone. <laughs> I love you guys, man. I'm out of here, dude. I'm out of here, gals, dudes, guys, whatever who's listening to this podcast, man. I appreciate you guys for doing everything that you do for me, man, and getting this podcast up to where it's at. It means a lot to see you guys out here helping me advance this and look out for more interviews. Uh, got some, you know, playing with Mark Rogers, got some with another uh website, and got some stuff cooking up with some of my brothers here who who also bring content to the to this YouTube. All right, guys, I'm out, man.